people steal They cheat and lie For wealth and what It will buy But don't they know On the judgment day That gold and silver Will melt away I'd rather be In a deep dark grave And know that my Poor soul was saved Than to live in this world In a house of gold And deny my God And doom my soul What good is gold And silver too If your heart's not good And your heart's not true Sinner, hear me When I say Fall down on your knees Before God and pray Oh, I'd rather be In a deep, dark grave And know that my Poor soul will see Than to live in this world In a house of gold And deny my God And lose my soul Believe it When my way grows drear, precious Lord, linger near. When my life is all most gone, hear my cry, hear my call, hold my hand, lest I fall, take my hand. Precious Lord, and lead me home. Precious Lord, take my hand, lead me on, help me stand. I'm tired, I'm weak, I'm warm. Through the storm, through the night, lead me on to the light. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home. Oh my hallelujah to God. 
through the storm, through that long dark night. Lead me on, Jesus, to your holy light. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home. Take my hand, precious Lord, and lead me home. Praise God be with. This is Brother Paxton. I'm coming to you today from Brethren, Michigan. Uh, Brethren Days is going on over here, and they have a lot to do. And uh, we are standing in the spot of the old CCC camp here uh, in Brethren. And I wanted to share a thought that the Lord began to deposit in my heart this morning. Now, uh, it's amazing how many thoughts goes through your head each day. And it's our responsibility, according to the Bible, to cast down any imagination that doesn't line up with the Word of God. But this particular thought that I was meditating upon this morning came from God. And here's what the scripture says. When thou passest through the waters, this is Isaiah chapter 43, verse 2. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. And I began to think, you know, that scripture says when. Uh, being a Christ follower doesn't make us immune to the rivers of waters. And, and sometimes that's used in a positive sense in the scripture, talking about the Holy Spirit, you know, the river of God. We all want that flowing through us on a consistent basis. But sometimes water can be destructive. Right now, uh, our country, as well as the Bahamas and several other places, are threatened by a hurricane that's going to bring destructive waters. As a child of God, he said, when you go through those things, you see trouble comes to our lives, all of us, saved and unsaved alike. But it says that when you're, when you're a child of God and when you're serving Jesus Christ, when the waters, when you pass through those waters, they will not drown you. They will not kill you. It, will, it won't take your salvation. When you pass through the fire, you won't be burned. I wanna say this to you today. Some of you have been struggling I know because I get your letters. I get your emails and your texts. No devil in hell can take your salvation from you. No circumstance of life can take your salvation and your walk with God from you. You hold on with everything you have. Now, don't turn it loose. Don't go back into that world out there because you're frustrated or you're disappointed or a lot of times we ask the question, hey, I'm human too. I ask it sometimes, why, God? Why are we going through this? But you know what? When we're going through those things, God is protecting us. He's even leading and guiding us to navigate those chilly waters, to navigate that fiery trial that has come upon us. The scripture says, don't think it's strange concerning the fiery trial that has come upon you. Why is it not strange? Because we are God's people in the midst of a fallen world. We are God's people. That's, tr that's like trying to take a square object and put it in a round hole. We don't fit. We're not supposed to fit. And so it makes friction and friction makes fire. And there's fiery trials that come upon each of us as believers. 
but God has not forsaken you and he has promised you his protection. Let's read another verse where we read this in Romans 8, 28. We know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. And so I guess what I would say where my own life is concerned is that I wanna make sure in everything I'm doing, it doesn't matter what's going on off in the periphery, but everything I'm doing, I want it to be God's purpose. And if I'm the called according to his purpose, if he purposed to have a plan for my life, and it includes going through the waters at times, and it includes facing the destructive powers of the enemy at times, and it includes the fiery trial, and he's also promised we are more than conquerors. So I already know that because Jesus died on the cross and rose from the dead, I am a victor. So if that's included in his plan for me, praise God, let me walk it nobly. Let me walk it spirit empowered and spirit protected in the days that we're living in. I believe that's the promise of the word of God. I, I don't think my testimony can be ripped away from me by the devil. Only I can let it go. Only I can succumb to the pressures that the enemy will put on us in the time that we're living in. But if I'll stay true to the Lord, he'll get me through those circumstances and you can't scare a Christian with heaven. So it's a win-win situation either way we look at it. Praise God. Let's look at Psalm 31 verse seven. I will be glad. That's, that's a determination I have to make just like the psalmist does. I will be glad and I will rejoice in thy mercy for thou hast considered my trouble. You have known my soul in adversities. What does that mean? That means that when you and I are having adversities in our life and we're having trials and troubles that we are going through and we're walking through it, a Christian soldier, we love Jesus, we're protected by Jesus. The soul of man is the mind, the will, and the emotions. And so anything that can be taking place there any warfare that can be taking place in the mind, the will, the emotions, God knows us in that area. And he knows us and he gives us promises from his word. Have you ever opened the Bible and it just kind of like came open to a page and right there was what you needed that day? That is God knowing your soul in the midst of your adversity. As he gives you his powerful promise to stand upon, that guarantees you victory, that assures you victory, that tells you that no matter what comes against you, you are loved and protected by God. That's a powerful thought today. And I pray that each one of us will grab a hold of that. One more verse of scripture. Let me get my glasses on so I can see it. Psalm 121, verses 1 and 2, it says this. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills. Where does my help come from? And now get that. The psalmist is not saying that my help's coming out of them hills over there. But he says, I lift up my eyes. He knew which direction to look. From whence cometh my help? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Praise God. And so today you can stare any devil in the face. You can stare any trial, any test, any tribulation, 
any persecution, any oppression of the enemy, any adversities in life, you can stare them right square in the face, look up and give praise to God and say, my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. And when I'm walking in my help, you better look out, devil, because I am more than conqueror through him who loved me. In Jesus' name. This is Brother Paxton. I hope that encouraged some of you to take up the banner of victory again and face your life. Face your life with joy and with rejoicing in his mercy, the scripture said, because we are on the winning side. They can, they can throw rotten vegetables at us. They can laugh at us. They can mock us. They can do whatever they want to do. But if you're serving Jesus Christ today, you are an overcomer in his name. This is Brother Paxton saying go with God and he will go with you. Bless you. Hey everybody, this is Brother Paxton. I'm coming to you today from Copemish, Michigan. And uh, this morning, as I've been in prayer and, and uh, talking to the Lord, he began to deal with me about certain things in my heart and life. And one of them was, it doesn't matter uh, how good of a Christian we are. It doesn't matter how righteous we are. It doesn't matter how just we are before God. And I want you to understand why I'm saying that is because every one of us is completely justified before God if we put our faith in the blood of Jesus. We are completely justified before God, just as if I'd never sinned. But even though that is true, every one of us is gonna have those times, those seasons when trouble hits our life. The Bible says that God sends rain on the just and the unjust. There's a common grace for all of humanity that God provides for their needs. But there's also the storms that hit the just and the unjust, the righteous and the unrighteous. There's the trouble times that come to every man that is born of woman under the sun. The fallen sons of Adam's race face troubles in life. And though we are redeemed, we are not immune. But the Bible has powerful promises for those times that we are in trouble. Let me share some of them with you, please. In, in the book of Nahum, chapter 1, verse 7, it says, The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knoweth them that trust in him. In other words, God knows what I'm going through. He knows what you're going through. He sees us. He sees how we react and respond. He, he knoweth thy walk the scripture says. He knows that we walk prayerfully before him, humbly before him. He knows that we walk trying to do the very thing that he wants us to do, and yet some trouble has come and hit our lives. But God knows about it. And he doesn't, when it says that God knows it, it doesn't mean that he knows it just to himself. His knowledge, because of his character, prompts him to action on our behalf. That's who he is. God is a God of mercy and compassion and love and grace. And so God is moved when he knows our walk. He's moved to intervene in our times of trouble. And sometimes it seems like the season of trouble drags on and on and on and on. Let's look at what the Apostle Paul said. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9, Paul said, We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. See, Paul was familiar with trouble. We will be familiar with trouble. 
And I've often heard it said, and it's, it's, it rings true, you know, if you're not in trouble now, you have been in trouble at one time or another, or you will be in trouble just very shortly. And so it's always good to know the word and to develop that prayer life and that walk with God before the trouble hits, rather than waiting till you're in the midst of trouble. But either way, God is a good God. Listen to this. He said, we are perplexed. Some, some things in life perplex us, and we have to scratch our head and say, man, I just don't understand it. But we are not in despair. In the midst of the perplexion of life, the perplexities of life, in the midst of those times when trouble has hit us, we need not despair because God's watching us. And God has given us promises in his word to stand on that will take us through the time of trouble or lift us out of the time of trouble. But either way, it's in the hand and the purposes of God in the generation that we're living in today. He said, I'm persecuted, but not forsaken. You might want to remember that, Christian, in America. I'm persecuted, but I am not forsaken. Do you know that there are millions of Christians in countries around the world that have outlawed Christianity? There are so many believers in those areas that are praying for the sick and healings are taking place and miracles are taking place and they are persecuted to a degree that you and I have not yet ever seen, but they are not forsaken. God is with them in the midst of that persecution. Listen to this. Paul said, sometimes I feel like I'm cast down but I'm not destroyed. And I want to tell you that today, neighbor. Nobody can destroy what you have with Jesus Christ. They can kill your body. They can, they can torture you. They can hurt you. Life can throw hardships at you. The loss of loved ones. The loss of income. Uh, on and on we could go and list the vicissitudes of life that can come to us as trouble. Sometimes they come in the form of blessing and 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 just great times in life and other times they hit us like trouble punching us right in the face but none of them can destroy us because we have faith in Jesus Christ and we are in the palm of his hand and he watches us and he knows us and he cares for us and he makes a way where there seems to be no way amen sometimes we go that way is right straight through the trouble sometimes he'll lift us up out of the trouble and set us on the mountaintop but either way, we go rejoicing because we know, we know him in whom we have believed. And we are persuaded that he is able to keep that which we have committed unto him against this day. We love you, Jesus, for all the good that you've done in our lives. One final verse of scripture for this devotion today. And it's from Psalm 38, verse 7. It says, though I walk in the midst of trouble." You will revive me. You will stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of my enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. Now let me close with this powerful verse. <clears throat> we all have those people in our lives who have made themselves our enemy. As, as a Christian, I, I really shouldn't be making people my enemies. You know, even somebody who's involved in terrible sins, you're not my enemy. I, I love you. I pray for you. I want you to be saved. I want you to come to Jesus. I, I want you to give your heart to Christ. 
but people will make themselves our enemies. And what God is saying here is that they can only do to us, they, can on, they only have a short leash that God gives them. And when God's had enough, he's going to put a stop to those people who are trying to hurt his children. And that is good gospel news of protection here today. He said again, I'm walking in the midst of trouble. This trouble was people trouble. But sometimes it's also any trouble. And people look at it and people take great delight to see you fail or to see you fall. And people get very vindictive when you prosper and succeed. But here's what God said. The psalmist said, Lord, you will revive me. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of my enemies. And it don't take, you know what? It don't take a combination punch from God. It just takes one fell swoop and the whole mess is cleaned up. Praise God. He says, your right hand, that's the hand of power. That's the hand of authority. That's the hand of blessing. Hallelujah. Your right hand shall save me. So as John said in his gospel, the 14th chapter and the first verse, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. This is Jesus talking. Put your faith, your trust, put your past, present, and future. Put every yesterday and every tomorrow, put today in the hands of Jesus Christ. Walk with him, love him, serve him, because truly, he's got your back. In Jesus' name. This is Brother Paxton saying, go with God and he will go with you. Hey everybody, this is Brother Paxton. I'm coming to you from Rockbridge County, Virginia once again. It's another beautiful day. Uh, this is July 1st, 2019. Angie and I are excited to be here. This is our 10th year in a row. And uh, we've been doing a lot of, having a lot of conversations and driving and yesterday celebrate America at uh, Thomas Road Baptist Church in Lynchburg and different things. And one thing I've been thinking about is that troubles is the one thing. Well, you know, you got about three things that come to us all. Trouble, taxes, and death. And that comes to every human being on the face of the earth. So what do I do when trouble hits my life? And if you're not in trouble right now, or if trouble's not coming at you, you don't have to receive it. But if trouble's not coming at you right now, it has in the past, or it will be in the future. What do we do when troubles hit our life? And I just want to give you a few scriptures here today about that. And uh, th this is the ideal that all of us as believers should strive for. In Nahum 1 verse 7, it says, The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knoweth them that trust him. So, number one, when trouble tries to hit my life, I run to my stronghold. What is the stronghold for the Christian? The blood of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in the book of Revelation, they overcame him, the enemy, the evil one, the devil, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And so when trouble tries to hit my life, I just start to begin to confess everything that the blood of Jesus has done for me. Number one, I run to my stronghold. Number two, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9, I realize that we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. We are cast down, but not destroyed. Praise God. In other words, 
If, if I'm standing in the ring, this spiritual ring of faith, and I'm doing battle in the things of the Spirit, if I get knocked down, I have enough sense to get back up and to start confessing again what the blood of Jesus Christ has done for me. Praise God. Also, in Psalm 138, verse 7, it says this, Though I walk in the midst of trouble. How many realize we're living in some troubled times right now? Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive me. Praise God. God is bringing revival to us every day. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of my enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. So I face the attempt of the enemy to put trouble into my life with faith. I face it in faith. And I believe that my God is able to defeat and to thwart every effort of hell to weaken my faith or weaken my testimony or get me depressed or get me discouraged because I'm, again, I'm running to that stronghold and I'm realizing that this isn't all it is. You, you, it might look like evil is advancing, but it's not over. I mean, it's Friday, but Sunday's coming. Hallelujah. And I confess everything that the blood has done for me. The blood of Jesus, the stronghold of the believer. Praise be to God. I also remember the words of Jesus in John 14, verse 1, where he said, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. And so as we close this devotion today, I want you to realize if trouble's trying to hit your life, I want you to realize that you never walk alone and that Jesus is always with you. He is working on your behalf. He's interceding for you. He has provided you with the victory. He has provided you with the answer. And you just plow ahead in the name of Jesus. Don't put your hand to the plow and look back. Put your hand to the plow and go forward in the name of Jesus and plow through that trouble victorious on the other side because of the blood of the Lamb. From Rockbridge County, Virginia, this is Brother Paxton saying, go with God. He will go with you. Bless you. Buddy, this is Brother Paxton again. We've been talking about what we're going to do if troubles hit our life. And there's, like I said in the earlier uh, segment, there's three things that are pretty certain for all of us. Trouble's going to hit our life at one time or another. We're going to have to pay taxes. And someday, if Jesus doesn't come back and rapture us out of here first, we're going to go the death route. Those three things are certain. But until our time is over upon this earth, we're going to experience times of testings, trials, and troubles. It's the way of all the earth. But I want you to know, and, and I have to remind myself, that God has given us a way to be victorious. So this is a little part two. I'm going to have to leave it up to Angie to, um, to help me keep it in order uh, when, as we share this with you, uh, especially on the YouTube. But in part two, listen to Isaiah 43, too. When, when... When, not if, when thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. Neither shall the flames kindle upon thee. And we have seen that in the word of God incidents 
the three Hebrew children cast into the midst of the fiery furnace. We've seen uh, Moses take the children of Israel right through the Red Sea as God parted the waters. God keeps his word. He will be with us in trouble. And if we will trust him and hold to his hand and cling to him in faith, we won't be ruined and we won't be destroyed by the troubles that hit our life. But we will be victorious, praise God. Romans 8 and 28 says this, We know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are the called according to his purpose. In Psalm 31, 7, it says, I will be glad and rejoice in your mercy, for thou hast considered my trouble. Thou hast known my soul in adversities. That's a pretty important promise right there. And I'm going to rejoice in the mercy of God because when I'm in the midst of the adversity, I may do some things that just isn't exactly right all the time, but God knows my soul. What is the soul? He knows my mind, my will, my emotions. He knows that I'm but dust. And he is there to strengthen me. He is there to comfort me. He is there to give me purpose even in the midst of my pain and my trouble in life. Praise God. What a blessing. What a blessing to serve Jesus Christ today. And I hope you all are serving Jesus Christ today. And if you're not, I hope you'll start serving him because he has a great uh, future planned for all of us. In Psalm 121, verse 1 and 2, here's what it says. I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence comes my help? In other words, I will look up to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth. Hallelujah. So we're in a place right now where there's a fair piece of hills. There's some big mountains here uh, in Virginia. And you look up to the top and they're so majestic standing there. But we know somebody who's greater than that. We know someone who is more majestic than that. It, it reminds me of strength and stability when I look at the mountains. Well, I know someone who has more strength and stability than that. My help doesn't come from those mountains. My help comes from the Lord. He is my rock. He is my strong tower. And when troubles hit my life, I mean the best that hell has, I can still walk in the peace that Jesus gives if I will trust him. That's the hardest thing for all of us to do. I know there's times when I have a hard time just letting go and trusting God completely and not allowing my mind to get wrapped up and worry about all this stuff that's going on at, at the time, it's not easy to do. I'm not standing here trying to tell you it should just be easy for you and what's wrong with you. Hey, I'm talking to myself too. It's not easy, but it's worth it. I'll say that again. It's not easy, but it's worth it because the power of God, when I, Paul said, when I am in weakness, the power of Christ comes to rest upon me. And I'll tell you, there's no trial, no trouble, no heartache, no sin, no bondage, nothing that can defeat the power of Christ. And we need to learn to walk in that power. Praise God. Let's read Hebrews chapter 4, verses 15 and 16. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. That's Jesus. Jesus has been touched by what we feel in our time of infirmity, but was in all points tempted, like as we are, yet without sin. 
He's the one that empowers us to walk free from sin. Let us therefore come boldly into the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And finally today, from 1 Peter 5, 7, it says, Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. And I guess that's how I want to leave this little time of devotion today. When trouble hits your life, here's what the scripture says. Cast your care upon him because he cares for you. He's touched with the feelings of your infirmities. He knows what's going on. He knows you are but flesh. And when you are weak, the power of Christ will come and rest upon you. So from Rockbridge County, Virginia, this beautiful July 1st, this is Evangelist Len Paxton saying, go with God, he will go with you. Bless you. I walk in the pathway of duty, if I work till the close of the day, I shall see the great King in His beauty, when I've gone the last When I've gone the last mile of the way I will rest at the close of the day And I know there are joys that await me When I've gone the last mile of the way Praise God If for Christ I proclaim this glad story if I seek for his sheep gone astray, yes, then I'm sure he will show me his glory when I've gone the last mile of the way. When I've gone the last mile of the way I will rest at the close of the day and I know there are joys that await me when I've gone the last mile of the way and you see, I know there are joys that await me. Hallelujah to the Lamb.
when I've gone the last mile of the way.